Hey everyone, welcome back to Recent Eats. I'm your host, Aishwarya Iyer. And today I have here with me Jocelyn Ramirez, who is a wonderful plant-based chef and owner of Todo Verde here in Los Angeles. Hello, Jocelyn. Hey, I love the way you pronounce Todo Verde. <laughs> I had to. I had to yeah. try at least. You live in most people are like to do verde. It's like all the men there. Yeah. Well, I'm so glad to have you on. You were one of the first people that I shared that I was doing this podcast with. We went and had a wonderful Ethiopian dinner uh, a few months ago and we manifested it into life. And I'm so happy yeah. to have you on. And, you know, the first time I just want to share a quick tidbit and then I really want to hand it over to you so you can share more. But the first time we met was at Ellen Bennett's house from Headley and, and yeah. Bennett. And you took over the kitchen. Like I was standing at the stove making something silly and you jumped in and started, you made, I think you made chilaquiles. I did. Yeah. Uh, some right. sort of a green sauce situation. I don't remember mm -hmm. exactly, but I remember wanting, like I took a few um, bites of it and I took a helping to myself. And then I really wanted to take like basically the whole thing home. Cause I was like, <laughs> Oh my God, so insane. And I've thought about you a lot since, honestly, because I was so impressed with just you maneuvered through the kitchen and, and we were having like such a lovely conversation too. So I never shared that with you and I had to share that with you now. Oh, thank you for sharing that. It's so cool to see like how all our worlds started to come together and how we've kind of continued to blossom in different ways. But yeah, that was such a fun cookout together with all these women, women of color specifically. It was a tomatillo salsa. Um, that dish catapulted me to start doing food writing too, because I put that recipe in LA Times with Genevieve, who was also there. And then later started working with Genevieve, who's now at New York Times. So now I'm a New York Times recipe creator. Woo! I mean, that's a huge deal. Wait, so can you tell us a little bit about yourself and Toda Verde? Yeah, yeah. So I am the chef and founder of Toda Verde, really on a mission to create foods that amplify true to culture flavors. So when you think about Latinx food on store shelves, you see things like spicy and mild and, you know, and it just doesn't really amplify the nostalgic flavors that I grew up eating. And as a plant-based person, I'm also trying to do that with even more flavors so I can sprinkle things on like really bland stuff like tofu and jackfruit and it's still going to be really damn delicious. So that's what I've been doing and I'm getting on store shelves now. It's a hustle. It's a grind, but I love it. But the dream is coming true and I it cannot is. see it in stores everywhere. Tell me about your relationship with food as it pertains to your social and personal life. How much are you cooking at home? And then how much are you enjoying the lovely restaurants of Los Angeles? Mm -hmm. That's a great question. So I probably cook about 80% of the time and then eat out about 20% of the time. If it were up to my partner, we'd order take out food a lot because he's just always in a rush and trying to get fed and he's a creature of habit. But yeah. um but yeah, I, I cook a lot of things. I like to buy things that are like pretty neutrally flavored um and make a lot of things from scratch. And lately as I'm dipping my toes more and more into the CPG space, I've been buying, you know, jars of salsa and things that I can use to just make a quicker meal. But that's very rare. I typically like make all my pasta sauce from scratch and Everything's from scratch. I'm, I'm that weirdo. Um, but in terms of like how it plays a role in 
sort of my family life or social life. I mean, food is really a huge part of so many cultural groups, right? Um, like for Mexican folks, like growing up, we all gathered around my abuelita's table, my grandmother's table, um, just as like a place to congregate, catch up, catch up on all the gossip, eat, you know, eat whatever really delicious food she had cooking on the stove, taste test, the whole thing. And so like the kitchen has always been like this very important center point of my family's life or my social life. Yeah. And that's actually how I got into becoming a chef. So, you know, it's just a place I can't get away from <laughs> um, where I'm, I'm now like cooking even still to this day as a busy entrepreneur, like 80% of the time. That is so impressive. And I'm, I'm really, <laughs> yeah, really wowed by that. I'm also curious, whose food do you never get sick of? Is it your own? Or is there anyone in your life where you're like, I could eat this person's food or my my own food every single day? Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I obviously do eat my own food every single day. So and I, I mean, I try to mix it up and make it interesting and, and play with putting together different ingredients that typically wouldn't go together. Um, a place that I really love to go that's local here in my neighborhood is my friend's restaurant. It's, it's called Amara Kitchen. And it's just really like simple, good, you know, roasted vegetables, black rice with quinoa, um, you know, just really good, nutritious food that feels very nourishing. And she has the best chocolate chunk cookies in the city by far. So like I'll go in there and get like a saffron latte, chocolate chunk cookie, a grain bowl. It's just I, I feel like I'm fed for the entire day and she gave me a big hug without oh even seeing Oh, my God. Her. OK, yes. so let's get into the meat of this. Let's talk about what you've been eating. And let's yeah. start. Um, let's start on Sunday because we're now in the middle. Yeah. So this was a really great exercise. I haven't done this in so long, but I in the morning am very much like a creature of habit in that I eat morning mush. Um, and so that will either be like an oat-based mush, a chia-based mush, quinoa. Um, so going back to, I actually started documenting on on Monday. Okay. So I had oatmeal with golden raisins. I put in some maca root powder, flax meal, hemp, some uh, ground dandelion greens, and coconut yogurt. I don't sweeten it so the raisins are as sweet as it gets. Um, and I just put some hot water in there and it's done in like 10 minutes. And I feel like I get all this like nutrient food. That's a great so, way to start the day. And I also am a big believer in golden raisins over black raisins. Right? They're yeah. so good. There's a huge difference. I love them in salads and everything. They're great. So good. Okay. And then what did you do for lunch or your next meal? It looks like I ate a, a whole snack. I skipped lunch officially. Um, snacks included like these little churritos that I found at a grocery store that was closing. But in Mexico, we eat these like instead of a tortilla chip, they're they're called churritos. They look like mini churros, and they're usually like amaranth and corn based. And these were like lime and Himalayan salt, and they're nice and crunchy and salty. They're so good. Right, some of those. Um, and then for dinner, I ate. I I made pasta. And I made my own sauce, of course, and it had like um, shallots, red peppers, capers, some vegan sausage that I had, lots of garlic. And then I roasted some um, some golden beets with plum vinegar and just like olive oil, salt, pepper. So that was dinner. And then I had uh, some black sesame ice cream, which was so damn good. Oh that was God, from there. 
Um, there's this place locally here in Highland Park called Magpies. Oh my God, I love them. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And they have really interesting flavors. So I really love the black sesame because I'm not a huge sweet tooth person and it had like just the right amount of savoriness to it um that that didn't it, it doesn't feel overwhelmingly sweet it almost doesn't feel like a dessert mm. which i like you know i think some some people might be wondering how does a mech like a plant-based chef who specializes in mexican food wh- like what are you doing about the cheese what are you doing about the sour cream situation so can you and I, you know i'm very curious about this yeah. What are your go-tos? What should people who want to do more plant-based, how can we still enjoy Yeah. So there are, thankfully, some pretty good cheese options that are available in the market. I make a lot of cheese from scratch and cremas from scratch. So I'll make like a cashew cream really quickly and easily, just like raw cashews, a little bit of lime juice, salt, water. You can also ferment it. So it has even more of a, of a fermented flavorful note. Mm-hmm. Um, I also make a melty cheese for quesadillas that I, I don't make as often, like maybe every other month or so I'll make like a batch of cheese and it'll last a couple of weeks. But in terms of cheese on the market, like I really love um, Miyoko's has a mozzarella cheese. That's that's really good. Or a, um, a Jack uh, pepper Jack cheese. that's really good. And then my, my go-to favorite is uh, follow your heart has a provolone cheese. That's really good. Okay. So, I mean, there's still so many to try, but I also have tried a lot that are terrible. Yeah. It's so sad. Me too. You just, you it's trial and error. It's so sad. Well, I mean, it sounds like you, you've nailed it by making your own cheese, which I think is really interesting. And the number of ingredients that you just described, I mean, it seems like one can do it. Exactly. I mean, the recipes that are in my cookbook. So, okay. I can make a book. I'll walk you through it if you need to. What's the name of your cookbook so that everyone knows? Yeah, it's called La Vida Verde. It's 60 plant-based Mexican recipes. And I'm actually working on my second cookbook very, very slowly right now. Very slowly, but I'm doing it. Is there a theme for the second cookbook? Yeah, the second cookbook is going to be a little bit more advanced than the first, and it's all taco. So the idea is like you'll invest a little bit more time and energy in getting that protein just right. But you're just putting it on tortillas and maybe making the salsa from scratch too. But yeah, yeah, I'm excited about it. So am I. Okay, so coming back back to the recent eats, uh, let's talk about Tuesday. What did you do for for, uh, lunch and snacks on Tuesday? So for snacks, another go-to snack that I eat for also health reasons is I eat tiger nuts with prunes. and it's. At first, I didn't really love tiger nuts. I eat them for selenium uh, because just trying to like balance hormones and, you know, just trying to work through like some thyroid things that I've dealt with in the past. Mm. And then like I put I ate them together with prunes one day and I was like, holy shit, this is freaking amazing. Like, I feel like such an old lady, like I'm just vibing with my prunes and my tiger nuts. And it's the best. I mean, I love how much you listen to your (laughs) body and you're like listening to yourself. But I... I have a very important question. What is a tiger nut? A tiger nut. I, I think it has another name, actually, uh, which I, I'm i spacing on right now. But it's in, a Brazilian nut is the mm-hmm. other name that it has. Um, and it's it's one of the bigger nuts out there. And it has, it, it kind of varies from nut to nut. But like, 
sometimes you'll eat one that tastes like really earthy and slightly bitter and others that taste a little bit more slightly sweet and like what a typical nutty flavor might taste like um, and then mix it with a prune and it's great but it just has like really great health benefits um so i i met with a health practitioner um not too long ago and they were like you can either eat like more chili or also just eat a one tiger nut a day so now i eat like four tiger nuts a day and then i had an iced matcha with almond milk uh, that I just made myself. And another snack that I had was I had a piece of sourdough toast. And I really love this spread. Um, it's by this brand called Soma and it's chocolate tahini with sea salt. It's so delicious because it's got that saltiness that I like. Again, like not a huge sweet tooth. I think it's better than Nutella because it's, it, it's got more of like, um, I don't know. It doesn't feel like candy. It doesn't feel overly indulgent. It feels more like an adult version of yeah. the Nutella spread. Well, because hey, because uh, tahini is you know made with sesame and contains mm-hmm. so many health benefits. On Absolutely. And then you mm-hmm. like swirl the chocolate in there, and that adds like so much delight. Versus Nutella, which we you know we all love Nutella and how it tastes, but it's like palm oil. It, I, totally. Yeah. Which is terrible for the environment. Exactly. Yeah. And so this is literally just like tahini with cacao powder, some cane sugar and sea salt. And like, that's it. That's the ingredient list. So, and I just did that over some toast, sprinkled some black sesame seeds over the top for a little extra crunch. And that was like with the iced matcha, just like such a great snack. I had leftover pasta the next day. So like that wasn't very interesting, but I was in a rush and I just ate the leftover. <laughs> what was the um it was that same pasta from the night before with the the sauce that had like it was spaghetti with um shallots okay. and peppers and all that stuff. Okay. And and then for dinner I had a lighter dinner. I just did a kale salad with some of the leftover roasted beef. And then I had already on hand in the fridge um, a tahini tangerine vinaigrette that I had made. Um, and then I just sprinkled in some sunflower seeds and some blueberries. Wow. So that was like a really easy dinner. Well, I'm very intrigued by how the tangerines showed up in your vinaigrette. Yeah. I mean, I used a little bit of orange and tangerine. It's literally like whatever I have on hand, I just kind of look around and I'm like, that can go really great together. And it adds that little bit of like, vibrancy that you need in a vinaigrette a little bit of sweetness sometimes i hit my dressings with a touch of maple syrup too just to give like even more balance of sweetness um but the tangerine was like super ripe and ready to be in a dressing so ingredients in the dressing the dressing um i did tahini olive oil some salt pepper (laughs) i think i might have put a touch of plum vinegar in that one as well. Actually, that one was a pineapple habanero vinegar. Um, and then a touch of maple syrup, tangerine juice. And I might have put like a dash of um, of uh, some like grainy mustard. The What is it? Oh, Dinon mustard. Mm-hmm. So good. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah. I was just reading about how ChatGPT, the open AI, like the AI platform mm-hmm. kind of on mm-hmm the world how people enter like you can there's a version of it where you take a picture of your refrigerator or some ingredients and then it'll showcase 10 or 15 no yeah and i was as you were talking about you know i 
opened my fridge <laughs> and I looked at what I want to make. I was like, wow, she's like the human version of chat GPT. And then I was like, I really am. <laughs> I will become obsolete in a matter oh, of years. No, don't say no way. I'm a big believer. No, look, I'm a big believer that with every action, there's an equal or opposite reaction. So the, the way that the world is moving towards like AI and this chat GPT thing and all of that stuff, I think there will be even more like people will be hungry, pardon the pun, for yeah, in-person yeah. relationships and um, watching people cook, cooking themselves. Like I think they're going to mm-hmm. balance themselves out because otherwise we're going to like self-combust. I completely agree with you because even in light of everything on social media and just the level of almost fakeness right i i feel like people are trying to connect in real life so much more so i feel you on that i can't wait for that to come around full circle (sighs) me either okay a quick (laughs) rapid fire um let's start with what's the best meal that you've eaten so far this year that i saw that question and i was like oh that's such a hard question to answer can I um, maybe say in the last year of my life versus yeah. like 2023? Last year of your okay. life. Oh. Okay. So my birthday, um, July 25th of last year, 2022, mm-hmm. uh, my partner and I went to Mexico City because I just wanted to like eat all the things for my birthday. And we went to one of the top restaurants in the world. It's called Quinta Mil. Um, and it was just such an incredible meal. It was maybe like a seven course meal. Um, but everything from like a nopal sorbet, like a cactus sorbet to like the most like delicious tortillas made with heirloom corn, um, just, you know, the matcha and the, you know, all the things were so incredibly delicious. That was probably the best meal I've had in a very long time. Wow. And can you tell us the name of the restaurant again? It's called Quinto Mil. So it's, it's up there with, um, um, Puyol. Um, yeah. But Quintanilla is just kind of like a different, a different vibe for sure. What is your favorite restaurant in Los Angeles? Another really difficult question. Um, I think that I feel like one of my favorites is Damian because of the the style and the energy and the food itself is really great. And they really care about all the individual ingredients. Um, but it's it's a place to not just eat and indulge, but also to like enjoy the atmosphere. It almost feels like its own little hub of the city. Um, so I really love that space. And then just like really thinking about a place that I eat often. Again, I mentioned earlier, my partner is a creature of habit. And there's this little vegan joint here close by. It's called My Vegan. And we probably eat there like once a week, whether it's takeout or we go there. But the food is just so good and it's all vegan. I've shared that restaurant with so many people and they can't believe it's vegan. Um, It's one of my favorite spots. I love the low-key spots too because I certainly have never... And it never shows up... Like I've never seen my vegan on any of those graduation lists. So I love that. And I'm definitely going to check it out too. Yeah, it's great. What is a food that you want to be eating for the rest of your life? When I saw that question, the thing that immediately popped into my brain was corn, maize. I just really see it being such a big part of my life for the rest of my life, whether it's tortillas or tamales or like even today for lunch, I eat chilaquiles, right? It it just included corn as a center point of my life. And 
I eat other things too, but like that is just like a consistent part. That and frijoles, mm. beans. Corn and frijoles have will always have a special place in my heart and my stomach. And then on the sweet treat front, what is a sweet treat that you Ooh. It sounds silly, but like just my mom has a mango tree in her backyard. And the mangoes that grow on her tree are some of the best that I've ever tasted. Like it, it doesn't even need to have anything else added to it. It doesn't need to become an ice cream or anything. I eat, I eat the skin, like I eat it as if it was an apple and it's just so sweet and delicious. I think it's because she just takes so much care of that tree and the harvest is just so good every year. So I would say that that's the one thing that I really look forward to in addition to loquat season here in the city. Well, and it's, and it's funny because um, on the mango front, mangoes are incredibly popular in South India. So anytime mm-hmm. in India, mangoes are front and center everywhere and um, my parents mm-hmm. always say they can never find like the authentic I'm sure my dad will see mm-hmm. this, and they can yeah. find the authentic like amazing South Indian mango but um, maybe we'll snag some mangoes from your mom's place and have yes you have to try out yeah. yeah well Jocelyn it's so thank you so much for coming on to Recent Eats I'm so glad we were able to chit chat and just I'm going to start doing these going forward. Where can people find you? People can find me on social media at Todo Verde. My personal is at La Yoselin, La underscore Yoselin. Amazing. Thank you. Again. They could also go to um, my website, todoverde.org. Awesome. Thank you so much for being on. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Bye. Take care. Bye. You too. Bye. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Recent Eats. We're an independent podcast that's truly a personal passion of mine. And so I want to thank and shout out our producer, Evan Lindsay. I would greatly appreciate if you could rate and review the show wherever you listen to podcasts. To stay up to date with future guests, follow us at Recent Eats Pod on Instagram. And you can find me on Instagram at Hello Aishwarya. See you next time.